The following program is pre-recorded. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Welcome. It's time to transform your family's health with one of the nation's leading authorities on total health. We'll bring you into a world free of disease and physical pain. Learn how to revolutionize the health of the ones you love most. Your host is the wellness physician for the Sports Performance Council for Team USA and founder of Revive Chiropractic in Lewis Center, Ohio. This is Revive Your Health Radio, presented by ReviveChiro.com. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to a brand new episode of Revive Your Health Radio. I'm your host and lifestyle expert, Dr. Brandon Schreiner, and this is a show where we work to renew your hope, rebuild your health, and revive your God-given potential through the five essentials of max living. Uh, super pumped. Uh, love this topic. Next couple weeks, we're going to be discussing uh, freedom through fitness, uh, and today we're going to start our journey into how fitness is vital for not only for a strong body, uh, but also a strong immune system. Uh, let's start off today with an awesome testimonial, brand new, hot off the press uh, from a good friend of mine and patient, Justin. Get ready to be inspired. Hi. My name is Justin Miranda, and my journey with Revive Chiropractic began in November of 2018. I was invited to a community dinner by the Shaw family, and honestly, when I went, I did not have high expectations. I really didn't expect to hear anything that I hadn't heard already. My issues with back pain began pretty early in my life. I can remember missing golf matches and tournaments in high school because my back was in such bad shape. After I graduated college, my wife and I moved to Columbus, and my health began to deteriorate. Being healthy was not a priority, and I quickly began to gain weight and experience even more back problems. By January of 2013, I was over 255 pounds, and I was not proud of myself. I was dealing with mental issues bordering depression. I was having headaches three to four times a week with occasional back problems that would leave me on the floor. I can remember my low points where I'd be sitting on my stairs trying to put on my socks and I'd be I'd have tears coming down my my face. I decided to get an MRI in 2016 and the result showed a bulging disc in my lower back. I desperately looked for a chiropractor and I got mixed results with where I was going. Fast forward to November of 2018, I listened to Dr. Brandon speak and I felt a connection and a leading just to, to check out Revive. Just schedule an appointment and see what happens. So I did. Um, and after my first appointment, I remember sitting with Dr. Brandon in his office and he was explaining to me some of my, my issues with my spine and I just got really emotional. Um, I just felt like God was just placing me in this spot to see this person at the exact moment. So I began a program um, in December and I started incorporating the five essentials. I participated in the 30 day challenge and lost 15 pounds and 5% body fat. And I continued to crave information on health and how to reshape my life. I continued to learn um, incorporating intermittent fasting um, that really accel accelerated my weight loss. I began working out with a group of guys on Thursday mornings that gave me encouragement and motivation. Um, my headaches have almost completely disappeared. Um, I think I've been sick in two and a half years one time and I no longer have debilitating back pain. 
Um, I'm, I've strengthened my body enough that I can deal with the bulging disc right now. So I just want to close in saying that Revive Chiropractic has changed my life and changed the trajectory of my life. Um, so if you're on the fence about what you want to do or if uh, Revive Chiropractic can have an impact in your life, then I challenge you to make that first appointment. Thanks. Yeah, Justin is um, a good friend of mine. He we, we, we work out every Tuesday morning. It's a a, a group out, or, sorry, a group um, that I started called Project Iron Warrior. A bunch of dads that come together and their sons, and we you know do a workout Bible study. And <clears throat> just an awesome guy. And he said something there that was you know really really important. And he said in the beginning uh, his health was not a priority. I think a lot of people. Uh, kind of put health, the physical health part of things on the back burner because it's not really something that we think is going to impact other parts of our life. And so, you know, we just we just constantly are just just pushing it away, pushing it away, pushing it away. I've got to, I don't have time. And then he began to gain weight and his back started hurting. And then the other thing that he said there was that his back and his and his weight uh, began other mental health issues, brain health issues. He started to get depressed. And um, it wasn't until he chose the proactive part. You know, he had two different roads that he can go down. He could go down the MRI road. He can go down the, the shots and the pills and the drugs and the surgery, or he could go down the symptom based, you know, pop and crack, you know, come in when you feel like it insurance based type of chiropractic, uh, which is traditional. Um, or you could go to a cause driven approach, uh, to health, um, you know, removing the interference, letting the body, letting, uh, the innate wisdom within the body that God put there to do it. And we, we gave him the tools and that's the way he chose it. And that's the hard work, the dedication, the time, the sacrifice. I mean, I say this every single show. Um, and a, an amazing testimonial like that, uh, many people would just gloss over it. Uh, you'd be, you're running back and forth to baseball practice, soccer practice, life is crazy, and you miss it. It's like, oh, great story. But then I don't actually apply this information. I don't take this and take massive action because if you don't apply it, you're not going to get transformation. Um, I can guarantee you Justin is a very, very... Um, you know, proactive. He, he he's he's a very um, uh, he questions a lot of things, and it's really really awesome. But it wasn't until he took that information and applied it, it did life begin to change. So, if you're that's you, uh, and you and, and Justin's story, you know, struck a string with you. Um, we've got people standing by. Uh, we've got an amazing opportunity, just like I do every single week. Don't let this week, um, let this be be the week that you take your your health by the horns and and begin to make some massive changes because there is no better time. Uh, to focus on our health and right in, here, right now, uh, in this dark, dark season uh, of the world that we're in. So anytime during the show, we've got about five spots available for new patients this week. Uh, it's very, very simple. Uh, the appointment is normally $170. Uh, the first two visits are out of pocket. I'll talk about that. Uh, but for just the weekend callers, for the radio show callers, we do that for just $69. So $69 will get you all the diagnostic testing, uh, which includes state-of-the-art digital x-rays, um, we'll do case history. We'll do some postural evaluations that we do with an iPad. It's got a posture screen technology, really cool stuff. Um, we look at your lifestyle. We look at your case history. We look at the medications that you're taking and really what put together a game plan for you and gather all the diagnostic tools that we need to actually figure out what is causing these issues. Um, we do all that. That's worth thousands of dollars. I mean, if you were to go to a doctor and say you have back pain, they take an x-ray, they don't even show you what's going on. They hand you a prescription, uh, and, and, and you walk out of there with a bill, um, and you're no better than when you came in. So for all that, for $69, it's worth thousands. 
um, we're going to get you scheduled. So we're going to open up the lines. We've got people standing by to answer any questions that you have and to get you scheduled for that appointment. Uh, we've got, like I said, five spots available this week, and we're one of the largest natural health care clinics in the country. Our office is exploding with people that are looking for cause-driven approach to health. No longer do they want the pills, drugs, and surgery. If that's you, uh, the lines are open right now, 614-781-8808. Uh, you can also visit our website, revivechiro.com. That's revive, C-H-I-R-O.com for more new patient information. There's actually a new patient tab. Click it. Uh, you can schedule an appointment. Uh, you can pay. Uh, and then whenever you talk to somebody on the phone about uh, confirming your appointment, let them know you're from the radio and we'll obviously honor that $69 new patient appointment. Also, uh, if you listen to my show every single week, if you're a patient, thank you so much. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you um, investing into us uh, as we invest into you. Um, but if you're a listener and you're like, hey, I, I, I've got radical change through this, 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 this uh, radio show or the podcast, um, share this. Uh, I, I always say pay it forward. Uh, my pastor says that, that lost uh, saved people save people. And so... Uh, if you've been saved or if you've been transformed through chiropractic and the five essentials, I can guarantee you there's somebody in your church, in your school, uh, on your on your kid's baseball team that's suffering, that's sick, that's looking for a cause-driven approach, but they're looking for someone to step in the gap. So share that information uh, with social media, through an email, very shareable. Give us a five-star review uh, on our podcast. Uh, and so one more time, uh, those of you who are listening, the lines are open. Give us a call, 614 614- Seven eight one eight eight zero eight. A few things, a few questions about just the process. I get this all the time. You know, what's the cost? First visit, sixty nine dollars is normally one hundred and seventy dollars. Uh, the second visit uh, can be anywhere from seventy to one hundred and thirty six dollars, depending upon uh, what we find on that first visit. So, if your spine's a train wreck uh, and you've got all kinds of neurological issues, you know, for Justin, for instance, I mean, he had. You know, degeneration. He had phase two arthritis and decay in his low back, and he had all kinds of disc issues. So, you know, I look at the X-ray. And I know I can help him, but I don't really know exactly what that process looks like until we sit down uh, on the second visit, go through exactly what's going on in the process. Uh, that visit, the second visit, looks like something like this. So, we actually walk you through uh, some warm up and some mobilization of the spine, uh, some traction and some wobbling. Uh, we can't change the structure without actually getting the spine to move. Uh, and become more mobile first. Um, and then we adjust you. Uh, we use instruments. We use our hands. Uh, we actually go over your x-rays and show you your x-rays then. And then after the adjustment, we have no idea what your spine is going to do or whether or not it's going to stabilize. You know exactly what happens when you go to a chiropractor, you get an adjustment, and you walk out the door six hours later. The spine goes right back to where it was. There's no stabilization, uh, and that's not what we do. We want to correct and stabilize the structure, so we've got to fit you for we call a waiting system. It's kind of like an orthodontist putting braces, uh, but on your teeth, on your spine. Okay, so that's exactly what we are. We're orthodontists. We're not dentists. So um, when we do that, we take an, a set of X-rays. If you wearing the weights, uh, uh, you know, and the number of weights really depends upon what your spine looks like. It's different for everybody. Uh, and then we take an X-ray. That visit could be anywhere from seventy to one hundred and thirty-six dollars. On the third visit, we have you and your spouse or significant other, somebody who's going to walk alongside you. Uh, on this journey, come back for what we call report of findings. We sit down, we go over uh, exactly what's going on. We walk you through the process. We teach you uh, what a normal x-ray looks like. Uh, the word doctor means to teach. And so uh, we really want you to understand the why and the how and the what uh, behind our clinic. We sit down with you privately, go over all your x-rays with you. That's a free visit. Uh, and then we go over all the costs and the finances. So 
uh, do we take insurance? When you come in for your first visit, please bring in your insurance card. Uh, we do take all insurances. I'm just not in network with very many insurance companies. And I choose to do that, not because I don't like insurance. I just want to make your life difficult. Um, but insurance companies uh, basically tell me what I can do uh, with you as a patient. So if Justin needs uh, 36 visits, about five and a half to six months to stabilize his spine, but his insurance only covers 12 visits, there's no way I can help him. It's just palliative symptom care, and you and I both know exactly what that does. So, you know, if you have good insurance, we'll use it. If not, it doesn't matter because we've got different payment, payments, payment systems uh, to do that. Uh, last question is, will I get adjusted on this visit? Uh, great question. Uh, nine times out of ten, I do not adjust an individual on the first visit unless you're traveling over an hour to come see me uh, or you're in a chronically uh, debilitating, painful state, which happens. Uh, we may be able to get you adjusted after that first visit. But I really like to take some time uh, with our doctors, sit down, make sure that we're getting all the diagnostics and everything specifically done uh, in a way that's going to get you the best results. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, let's move on. Uh, this week on Revive Your Health News Update, we're discussing a brand new hot off the press article about how masks are doing more harm than good. Uh, let's look at the science, shall we? All right, I'm pumped up about this one. I was just talking to my buddy in the studio, uh, Stanford University. This is not, this is not Stanford um, uh, from like a small town in Kentucky somewhere. This is Stanford University, California, um, and probably one of the most liberal parts of the country, uh, which I thought was really interesting because it's Stanford. Uh, this is 2021. There was a study. So this is in PubMed. So. Um, all of you um, individuals out there is like, where's the science? Well, it's in PubMed. It's a peer-reviewed literature. They don't, they don't, they don't let anything in there. This isn't, this isn't Google.com. This is, this is real deal stuff. This is a cardiology division, 2021. Basically, there, there's three points to be made here, right? So hang with me. Uh, point number one is, according to the current knowledge, the virus SARS-CoV-2 uh, has a diameter of 60 nanometers to 140 nanometers. Uh, which is a billionth of a meter. Um, while medical and non-medical face mask thread diameter ranges from 55 uh, to 440 micrometers, one millionth of a meter, which is more than a thousand times larger okay, than the actual virus itself. Due to the difference in the size between SARS-CoV-2 diameter and face mask thread diameter, the virus is a thousand times smaller. Okay, SARS-CoV-2 can easily pass through any face mask in addition, the efficacy, uh, filter, the efficiency filter, filtration rate of face mask is poor, ranging from 0.7% in non-surgical uh, cotton gauze woven mask, 26% in cotton uh, uh, sweater materials. With respect to surgical and N95 medical mask, the uh, efficiency filtration rate falls to 15 to 58% respectively. Even small gap between the mask and the face exists. Um, so what they're saying here is that the, the virus is actually too small uh, to be protected by any face mask. It, it, it's too small of a particle size. And so even a surgical mask or a cloth mask, uh, it doesn't have the filtration rate. So basically it's pointless. Uh, let me go move on to the physiological damages. So I said this in the beginning. Um, th th these things are going to do more harm than good because we're not supposed to be walking around 24-7 with a mask on our face. We're not supposed to be taking our kids to the park uh, wearing a mask. Or we're not supposed to be exercising with a mask, breathing, sweat, condensation. It should, it is, it should, make, it should be common sense that, that you're going to get different types of bacterial and viral and condensation, things like that. 
uh, especially those like like those Under Armour wicking masks. It's almost like wearing one of those wicking um, shirts that absorbs the sweat. Well, when it absorbs the sweat, you're going to have to rebreathe that in. So the physiological changes. So in addition to hypoxia and hypercapnia, so let's just not even talk about you know the lack of oxygen and increase in CO2. Breathing through face mask residues, bacterial and germs components on the inner and outer layer of the face mask. These toxic components are, repet- are repeatedly rebreathed back into the body, causing self-contamination. Breathing through face mask also increases temperature and humidity and humidity between uh, the mouth and the mask, resulting in toxic particles from the mask materials. A systematic literature review estimated that aerosol contamin- contamination levels of face masks, including 13 to 202,000 different viruses. Let me say that again. A systematic literature review estimated that aerosol contamination levels of face masks included 203,000 different viruses in the mask itself. Rebreathing contaminated air with high bacterial and toxic viral particle concentrations along with low O2 and high CO2 levels continuously challenged the body's homeostasis causing self-toxicity and get this ladies and gentlemen immunosuppression. immunosuppression. So what we thought was going to actually improve our immune system is actually decreasing our immune system. The sickest individuals that I know right now are the ones that are continually wearing masks. Like those, those are the ones that are the sickest. Point number three, what about the psychological stress of all this? As described earlier, wearing face masks, and this is not coming from me. This is peer reviewed. This is right from the horse's mouth. Um, you know, if you go to um, our Facebook page, you go to our website, we can get you the, the actual link when you come into the office. Wearing face masks causing hypoxic and hypercapnic state that constantly challenges normal homeostasis. So homeostasis is kind of like the body's normal set point or, or balance within. If I'm always wearing a mask and I go into a hypoxic or hypercapnic increase in CO2 state, I go into fight or flight. And what they say is that an important survival mechanism in the human body, this is a normal survival mechanism, but we're not supposed to be in that mechanism on a regular basis. The acute stress response includes the activation of the nervous, endocrine, cardiovascular, and immune systems. These include the activation of the limbic part of the brain, releasing stress hormones, adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. Bad. Changes in blood flow distribution, vasodilation of peripheral blood vessels and vasoconstriction of visceral blood vessels and the activation of the immune system response, uh, a.k.a. serotonin of macrophages and natural T-killer cells. So what we're doing is we're putting our body in a fight-or-flight state and we're, really, we're literally putting our foot on the gas and we're not letting it off and we're causing immunosuppression. Encountering people who are wearing face masks activates innate stress, fear, emotion. This is another part of the, of, the, of the research article that I thought was very interesting. Encountering somebody wearing a face mask uh, a, a, activates an innate stress fear emotion, which is fundamental to all humans in danger or life-threatening situations, such as death or unknown, unpredictable outcomes. That's why burglars and people that rob banks wear masks. I told my wife, I was like, I feel like a bank robber going to the airport or going to the airport and getting on an airplane. I feel like we, we could get away with a lot of stuff here. Uh, this is actually back in 1972, Purdue, Purdue University, sidetrack, Purdue University, 1972, they did a study with this. They put, they put masks on kids, and they told them to go trick-or-treating, um, and then they took, they took masks, and they just painted kids' face so you could see their facial expressions. The kids who, didn't, who wore masks actually lied and said they had more, less candy than what they did because you couldn't see their facial expressions. I digress. While acute stress response is seconds to minutes is adaptive reaction, normal, 
challenges in a part of the survival mechanism's chronic and prolonged state of stress fear is maladaptive and has detrimental effects on physical and mental health, which is why mental health, depression, anxiety, suicide is absolutely through the roof. Uh, we've got to we've got to we've got to fix this. So the takeaway here is focus on your health uh, proactively. Uh, being overweight, being on meds, wearing a mask, and waiting in line for the COVID nineteen jab is not health. Okay, um, we got to be healthy. Whether or not you want to get the vaccine, whether or not you want to put the mask on, completely up to you. But focus on your health. Okay, if you're going to wear a mask, wash it, interchange it, take breaks in between. Right, if you're going to exercise or you want to go to Lifetime Fitness or whatever, and they force you to wear a mask, go to the bathroom, take it out. You know, just make sure that you're interchanging this stuff because this is not not good for your body. It's not normal. And my God, work on your health. So, you know, we got to focus on health. We got to do some things uh, that are going to improve the body's natural immune system response. Eat good vegetables. Get plenty of sleep. Get adjusted. Uh, work on your fitness is what we're going to talk about. And my goodness, shut off the shut off Facebook. Shut off. Um, you know, the news and begin to get in God's word, focus, get around people who are going to strengthen you and sharpen you as iron sharpens iron. That's my takeaway for today. So let's dive into it before the break. We're just going to kind of touch on uh, some of the things uh, with fitness that I think are, are extremely important. One, freedom through fitness. Um, let, let's look at some statistics here. Uh, about one in five, 21% of adults meet the physical activity guidelines. This is the CDC. So only 21% of adults. So if you work a nine to five job and you're active and you're moving all over the place, like my mom cleans houses for a living. If you're listening, mom, I love you very much. If you've got an active construction job, that's not exercise. I mean, that's an active job, but that's not, that's not physical activity, functional movement. I'm I'm talking about moving your body in different planes of motion to stimulate uh, a response, uh, proprioceptors in your hips, your knees, your ankles, um, it, we, we've got to move. Inactive adults have a higher risk of early death, uh, heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, and even cancer. These are all CDC, uh, whether or not you trust them or not. Uh, 25% of children 5 and up already have placking in their coronary arteries. So 25% of children 5 and up already have placking in their coronary arteries. Th- th- this comes from an article where they, you know, they took kids that were killed in car crashes and they donated their body to science. They cut them open. They've already had placking because of all the processed fruit loops and sugar and fruity pebbles and stress and, you know, all the toxins. 60% of 15 to 19 year olds had plaque building up uh, in their heart. Less than three to 10 high school students uh, get consistent physical activity. Uh, childhood obes- obesity has more than doubled. Uh, and then adolescent uh, has tripled uh, in the past few years. So um, when you look at the problem, uh, the, the gyms were shut down. So COVID-19 gyms uh, were not essential. However, Krispy Kreme was. Uh, Krispy Kreme was essential. Um, you know, all these all these different things were essential, but yet the one thing that we had from a social outlet, you know, a lot of people go to the gym because they just want to be with their friends. They want to hang out. They want to, you know, converse. I know people, uh, friends of mine who just joined the country club or just joined the gym because they want to meet people. Well, you can't talk to anybody. You can't go to the gym. You have to, it's because it's called uh Social fitnessing. This is what uh, Planet Fitness, uh, and I've got you know my pet peeves about Planet Fitness with donuts and pizza on Monday. But they did this thing called social fitnessing. So we've got to you know socially distance ourselves. We've got to wear a mask, and then you know all these different things just decrease serotonin. It, it decreases serotonin to the brain. I'm stressed. I you know not only am I working out and I'm, and I'm in a hypoxic state, and I'm putting myself in this kind of uh, fight or flight response. Therefore, I'm not actually doing. Uh, what exercise is meant to do, which is drive serotonin into the brain. 
it's kind of really backwards. And then, you know, after you get your vaccine, you can go and get your Krispy Kreme donut. Um, after the vaccine, we, we, we definitely wouldn't want to uh, shut Krispy Kreme down um, and, and keep the gyms open. That wouldn't make any sense. But exercise is essential. Uh, physical inactivity creates metabolic dysfunction and therefore metabolic disorders. This is called, uh, this was in the Journal of Applied Physiology in 2002, waging the war on physical inactivity. Um, physical inactivity actually creates metabolic dysfunction. So our genes are actually programmed to move and to wire. And so if we don't move it, we lose it. That's kind of the, you know, the concept from a genetic standpoint, creating meta- metabolic disorders. But here's the thing I want you to think about before we uh, go to break. <clears throat> a lot of people think um, that, that fitness equals health. Like if I work out and I have six-pack abs, I'm healthy. Let me just say this. Um, as somebody who had, was 4.5% body fat then woke up one day and I couldn't feel my fingers, I was a pretty fit guy. I felt pretty good. I looked pretty good. And then I ended up having a titanium plate uh, fused in my spine. Some of the sickest individuals I've ever seen in my life come into my office and they work out every single day, uh, but they don't eat right. Their mindset's horrible. Their spine looks like a question mark and they're super toxic. They're taking toxic, toxic supplementation. So fitness doesn't necessarily equal health, right? So, so we need to exercise. We need to be fit, but it's one piece of the puzzle. That's why we've got five uh, pieces of the puzzle uh, in Max Living, and that's why it's so important for you uh, to begin to ingrain that. But when we come back from the break, we're going to dive into the details of fitness, why the spine's important. Um, and so if you're out there uh, and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if Justin's testimonial um, sparked you and you're curious about getting back into health, give us a call, 614-781-8808 with your new patient appointment. That's going to be $69, and you're going to get our 28-day immune-boosting fitness guide completely free customized exercises super awesome people are standing by to get you scheduled for that life-changing new patient appointment one more time 614-781-8808 i'll see you at the break 